Somebody say, this is the day. Thank you, three people. Let's try that again. Say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Say, I am a spirit. My spirit, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, my spirit is saved to the uttermost. Say, my soul is being saved. My mind, my will, and my emotions are being saved. I'm underneath the process of sanctification. My mind is being washed by the water of the word of God. Come on now. I'm not the sum total of my education, experience, or history, or culture. Come on now. I'm not the sum total of my experiences, my education, my history, my culture, my past. I'm not the sum total of what my third grade teacher thought of me just before she put me in the slow learning class. I'm not the sum total of the lies, the accusations, the even if I did it. <laughs> My mind is being renewed. My mind is being washed. My mind is being cleansed. And my mind is lining up with my born again spirit who has become one with the spirit of the living God. Say, I have become one with the spirit of the living God. Say, I have become one with the creator of the universe. We're having a Selah moment. What does it mean that I become one with the creator of the universe? Say, I. Four people, thank you. I. Am one. With God. Say, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am one with the creator of the universe. He dwells in me. My task this morning is to speak on the topic on earth as it is in heaven on earth as it is in heaven somebody say our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done where where Do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit? That the Holy Spirit dwells within earthen vessels. 
I'm going I'm to I'm do some reverse engineering today. Yeah, Dad. If you have your Bibles or you have your Bible program on your phone, I want you to lift it up right now. Lift it up right now and say, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I'm becoming in this physical and soulless realm everything that this Bible says I can become. And I can have everything that this Bible says I can have because the promises of God are still in our yes and amen to them that believe. And I am a believer in the word of God. The word of God is a light unto my path, a lamp unto my feet, a foundation to my life, health to my flesh, strength to my bones. In the name of Jesus, this is my Bible. And I believe the word of God. I have been born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. I'm born again because somebody preached it one day. Nobody's saved unless a preacher is sent. Nobody is saved unless somebody hears the gospel. You got to hear the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the preached, proclaimed, prophetic release of the word of God. Say, I believe the word. I am a believer. These signs follow them that believe. It's a believer's anointing. Say, I am a believer. I'm not a critic. I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. I'm a believer. I'm going to believe before I'm going to doubt. If I'm going to err on, on one side or the other, I'm erring on the side of believing. I'm not an anointed doubter. There's no such thing as an anointed critic. But there is a such thing as the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty for the captives, and release from darkness for those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to give them a crown of beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for a spirit of despair, that they might be oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor, that they might rebuild the ruins of their lives, and replace and rebuild and restore the places that have been devastated for generations. That's who we are. Say, I'm a believer. I'm an anointed believer. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. You know, I can say that because on your worst day, you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say, I am full of God right now. See, you're not guided by what you feel because your feelings are being trained as your mind is being renewed. Amen. 
So you, you, you don't feel holy. You don't feel righteous. You don't feel like you're free. It don't matter what you feel like because your emotions and your feelings will line up with your decision. Because what's happening as I'm preaching to you, I'm transforming your mind. And when I transform your mind, your will is getting fortified. Say, I have a backbone of iron. Because my mind is being renewed. I don't believe the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm when I, can, when I have the word of God that came out of the solid unseen realm into this realm. So I have something to stand upon in the times and in the rocky places and transform my mind so I can think like God. And if I can think like God, I'll begin to act like God. And if I begin to act like God, I'll begin to talk like God. And if I talk like God, my God, I'll get everything that he planned for me to have. Say, my word is my life. The word of God is on the inside of me. On my worst day, I'm full of God. Somebody say that. Come on, say, on my worst day. I'm full of God. You know what happens because you're full of God? You can walk into any circumstance or any situation or any problem or any pain. You can walk into any situation because you're full of God. And everything that is contrary to God, I need about seven people to run up here quickly and stand right here. Just quickly, come. One, two, come on, come on, come on. It's about seven, eight people. Come on, run up here quick. Somebody, 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 somebody. Make a circle. Make a circle. Okay, excuse me. Oh, snap. I found myself in the midst of a real, a tallment. Uh, yeah, come on, start beating on me or something. Yeah. Ah, ah, oh, okay, that's a little hard, a little tough. Okay, we should have practiced. But I want to tell you when, when I, 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 like I'm being beaten down, but I just begin to remember who I am. Come on, beat on me. Just, you're just kind of thinking about, yeah, the greater is he that is in me than he, well, that was a good shot, and then he that is in the world. And then all of a sudden, No matter what you find yourself in, no matter... Thank you. Can you give them a hand, please? And, and maybe can somebody come and pray for Dan's belly? No matter what you find yourself in, you're always bigger and better than. Come on, you didn't hear me. I didn't hear an amen. You, you just don't believe. Okay, we're transforming minds. I know. Okay, that. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Whatever you find yourself in, you and God are a majority. There are more for you than are, are against you. Say, God, give me eyes to see, ears to hear, 
and a mind to perceive your goodness, your glory, and my advantages. Greater is he who is in me, who wants to come out of me. He says in Revelation chapter 3, he says, I stand at the door and I knock. But he's not, this is not an altar call. We will have an altar call, but this is not an altar call scripture. Evangelists have been using it for, for decades and, and, and actually probably like more than a hundred years when the, they would say, Jesus is standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking, will you let him in? No, 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 it's not speaking to the unbeliever. He's speaking to the seven churches of, uh, of the kingdom of God at that time. And he's saying, I'm on the inside of you. Church, I'm on the inside of you. I'm knocking not to get in. I'm knocking to come out. He's knocking to come out of you and begin to challenge everything contrary to you and to your dream. Will you have the audacity in the midst of the valley of virus we have the audacity in the midst of the, the den of depression. Will you have the audacity when accusations are flying? Will you have the audacity to believe the word of God that says Christ in you? The mystery that he came to reveal is the upgrade. Say, I am the upgrade. In the old covenant, you are the vice regent the second most powerful person in all of creation this is how you were made in the image and the likeness of God you are the crowning glory say I am the crowning glory of all of his creation come on you can say it say I am the crowning glory of all of his creation just look at your fine self. Look at that man over there in that red tie, blue suit, lifting up the standards. But when in the old covenant, we hear about one man, Adam, who allowed unrighteousness into the world. But the new covenant came. The last Adam, the Bible says, Jesus, the only begotten of the Father, the last Adam became the firstborn of, the firstborn of many brethren. And the last Adam brought righteousness back in. Say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord God. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse seven says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. My power 
is no power compared to the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells on the inside of me. Somebody says he's on, on the inside of me. He's on the inside of me. On earth in vessels. On earthen vessels. Say, I am an earthen vessel. So it's just not, we're not just trying to get God on the stage or, or God out here and, and he is flooding out of us. And he is all over, but he first, it wants to on earth in vessels as it is in heaven. He wants you to be a carrier of the glory. Say, I am a portable portal for the glory of God. So he's standing and he's knocking on your heart and he's saying, will you let me out of your life? Psalms 24, 7 says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. How do you get the king of glory into your life? How do you get the king of glory, the weightiness and the goodness and the power of God into your everyday life? Lift up your head, O ye gates. I don't miss a day where I don't lift up my head and I begin to praise him and glorify him and pray in the Holy Ghost and release that which is within me to come out of me and rain back down on me. Say, I am a fountain of the glory of God. So we want his kingdom to come because if his kingdom doesn't come, his will will not be done. But where does it need to be done? Say on me, on me, on me, on me, on me. Come on, somebody say on me. His glory, I need, I need his power and his authority and his kingdom to come on my earthen vessel. How and what does it look like? My job in this realm is when Tammy gets to heaven, she's gonna look around and say, not much changed. You'll get it on the way home. My job is to make it so heavenly. My job is to, nobody in my spheres of influence has depression. Nobody in my spheres of influence is battling addiction. Nobody, everybody's saved, healed, delivered, walking in wealth beyond their dreams. Somebody, anybody want any of that? Anybody want any of that? Say, I want my stuff. Hmm. Know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 17, verses 20 and 21. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. Say, the kingdom of God is in me right now. I'm full of God. 
on my worst day. What happened here was when I walked in the midst of that situation that I'm healing from bruises right about here, but that's okay. It's all good. The power of God rose up within me. Every time you go into a negative situation, a valley of despair, any, any situation, it makes a demand on the kingdom of God. Say, I can't be stopped. Come on, say, I can't be stopped. Because I have the kingdom of God in me and it comes upon me when evil is present. Where sin abounds, grace does, come on, does what? What? All the more, much more. It increases everything. Everything you're going through is in a negative situation is producing power. Jesus went in to the wilderness full of the spirit and trials and persecutions came. And the Bible specifically says he came out full of power. On earth as it is in heaven. What is heaven about? If you read in Revelation chapter 4, it, it speaks about the, 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 the glass of sea. It, it speaks about, it speaks about the, the, the emeralds and the, and the rainbows and the, and the lightnings and the thunders and the, everything that it's describing in Ezekiel and Revelation speaks about something that is so way more powerful than we can ever imagine or think. The kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but is in power. 1 Corinthians 2 verses 4 and 5 says, My message and my preaching are not with wise and persuasive words of men's wisdom, but of the Spirit's power. This morning I don't come to you with wise and persuasive words of, of my experience or my history. I'm coming to you in the power and the demonstration of the Spirit's power that's on the inside of me and coming out of me. Say, that's me. This is not just for preachers, bishops, pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists. This is not a gifts anointing. This is not an office anointing. This is a believer's anointing. 1 Corinthians 2 verses 4 and 5 says, My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words of men's wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on the Spirit's power. Say, the Spirit of the living God lives on the inside of me. Romans chapter 14 verse 17 says, for the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy. What? In the Holy Spirit. If that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in your mortal body, the same spirit, come on, the same, res can you hear me? The same resurrection life. that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Somebody says, dwells in me. 
It's that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dwells in my mortal body. That same spirit can quicken your mortal body. Somebody says, all by myself. If there's nobody around, I have the anointing. I can call on the anointing at the midnight hour, at three o'clock in the morning when nobody's around and nobody in that spirit of depression and suicide is attacking you. And I just want to say there's an anointing on the inside of you that is greater than any demon. Jesus shows up at the, at the shores of the Gadarene demoniac and this man is naked. He's got cuffs and chains around him that are broken because nobody could fetter him. Nobody could keep him captive. He was living in the tombs and he was cutting himself night and day and he's crying out and just say, ah, just a crazy man. In one glimpse, Jesus shows up on the shore. One glimpse. And not all 2,000 demons could stop him from throwing himself down at the feet of Jesus and calling him Lord. Don't get so familiar with the scriptures that you don't understand the goodness of God that he's trying to share with you. All 2,000 demons, legion, could not stop him from throwing himself down at the feet of Jesus. Say, I'm unstoppable. This was before the blood was shed and the body was sacrificed and the Savior was resurrected. This was before that. Who have you become in the new birth when you have become one with the Spirit of the living God? Say, I am a co-heir with Christ Jesus. I am seated in heavenly places right now, far above all principalities and powers of darkness. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. The Great Commission in, in Mark chapter uh, six, 16, verses 15 through 18, I'm just going to read it to you. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those that believe. Say, that's me. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And this is a really weird scripture. And this is where some of the, the you know, the, the, the hillbilly groups in backwoods, Virginia and, and, and Tennessee, where they actually pick up snakes, our good old Pentecostal cousins. They pick up snakes and, and they dance around with them. And if, and if the snake bites them, they're not supposed to die. I think you don't really supposed to test the Lord. But I'll tell you, if I'm walking through a bush and a snake bites me, I ain't going to die. But that actually doesn't mean to pick up snakes and handle them. It's the word, you're welcome. It's the word A-I-R-O, which means to take away. So when you are casting out a serpent or you're trampling on a serpent, according to Luke, you will not be hurt. 
just bring a little clarity there. The word there, though, go into all the world. There's an, uh, in, in Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 and 8, it speaks there of when he sent out the 12. And he said, go, as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of God is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, get rid of snakes, trample snakes. Freely you have received, freely give. The Bible says, as you go. So the emphasis is not on where do I need to go? Say, I just go. When you go is when you preach. When you go is when you go into your world and, and, and evil is, is present there. You, the glory of God will begin to rise upon you and you will have a word in season. You'll have an anointed to lay your hands. As you go, you are supposed to release the kingdom of God. Say, I am. A portable portal for the glory of God. As I go into my workplace, into my school, into my world, the kingdom of God is present because I'm there. Put a demand on the kingdom of God today. Jesus, and I'm just going to close with this. Bible says in John chapter 4 that Jesus said, I need to go through Samaria. And as he was walking through Samaria, as he was on his journey, say, life is a journey. As I'm on my journey, I release the kingdom of God. So the Bible says that Jesus was tired and he sat down by a well. Jesus was tired. In John chapter 4, you can go through 1 through 26. You can read the account. But he was tired, and when he was tired, he sat down beside the well. And life happened. Life happens, but life doesn't have to happen to you. You can happen to life. Whenever you are going about your day, you just go about your day and you're tired and you sit down. Guess what? A lot of times it's when you're tired. It's when there's a storm. There's when, when you have the need more than the person that's coming to you to get their need met. There's something happens that produces a heavier, weightier glory of God. As you go, let the kingdom of God Come upon your earthen vessel. Heal the sick. What's your purpose in life? Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the disease. Cast out devils. What's your, what's your, your purpose in life? Walk in obedience. If you walk in obedience, you're going to step, step, crunch as you're stepping on serpents and scorpions. Don't face your past don't face your problems. Don't face your demons because they're supposed to be underneath your feet. Only the thing you face with is the thing you exchange glory with. Face your Jesus this week. Face your God this week. Forget those things that are behind and reaching for those things that he longs to bring into your life. 
in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe any of that, can you give God a hand clap of praise this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, King of glory. So could everybody just uh, stand with me? And, and I'd love for you to bow your head and close your eyes. I just, Father God, I thank you for a spirit of expectancy here this morning. I thank you for a, a spirit of reconciliation here this morning. I think there's many people here and many people online, and we just welcome you and thank you for tuning in with us this morning. There's many people that you've, you've felt like it's impossible for you to get out of this pit or out of this problem and out of this pain and out of this addiction, and, and you've given up on God. But like Tori said, it's time to come out of your tombs today. It's time to come out of your past. It's time to come out of your problem. It's time to come out of that trauma. It's time to come home. Pastor Mark said, he just sees all kinds of people coming home today. So if you could just close your eyes just for a couple minutes. That's every, yeah, yeah, close your eyes. Just respect this moment. See, I want to return. If you want to return to the Lord this morning and you, you, you've messed up and you know that you need to make things right, I just would like you to lift your hand this morning. Thank you. 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 Can everybody just say welcome home? And now I just want to ask, is there anybody in here that you've not given your heart to the Lord before or online? If you're watching online and you want to rededicate your life or you're watching online and you want to give your heart to the Lord this morning, I just want you to right now, just if you want to, if you want to give your heart to the Lord, can you just lift your hand? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can we all just pray this after me? Say, Father God. My plea today, my legal right, is the blood of Jesus Christ. My plea today over my life, over my past, over my future, is the blood of Jesus Christ. Father God, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, I welcome Holy Spirit to be Lord of my life every area of my life. Holy Spirit today, become Lord of my life. Lead my journey. Help me fulfill my purpose. I renounce and plead the blood of Jesus Christ against every sin that I've ever committed. And I say, come down to the altars in the idolatry of my past life. And I say, Holy Spirit, take over my life. You live in me now. And I'm asking you that you would flow out of me like a river of living water every day. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give him a shout of praise this morning.
So if you have rededicated your life and you want to, you know, maybe you need to go to CR, uh, Celebrate Recovery, and, and come see Pastor Mark, or maybe you, you, you want to just, you need a Bible, or you, please, if come to the office if you're watching online, or we'll send you one. Just give us your address. We'll send you some material. But just come and connect with Pastor Kevin or Mark or myself. But bless you guys. I hope you have a great week. And remember, greater is he who is in you and wanting to come out of you than anything you'll ever face. In Jesus' mighty name, bless you guys.